Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and I've seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots. So feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the Ridley Scott sci-fi classic, Alien. Let's get spooky. All right. I'll kick us off with a summary. So the Nostromo is a spaceship heading back to Earth with its crew members, Dallas, Kane, Ripley, Lambert, Ash, Parker, and Brett. However, their system wakes them up early due to a distress signal detected. As Dallas, Kane, and Lambert investigate the moon that the distress signal came from, Ripley deciphers the signal as a warning. However, she's unable to inform them of this since they're, they've lost contact signal. While investigating, Kane is attacked by a creature that attaches itself to him, and when Dallas and Lambert attempt to bring him back to the ship, Ripley denies them entry due to quarantine protocol. However, Ash overrides her and lets them in anyways. Once inside, we get the iconic chestburster scene, where the alien rips through Kane, killing him and escaping into the ship. While the crew attempts to hunt down the alien, Dallas and Brett are both killed by it. Ash is also revealed to be an android whose mission is to ensure that the creature survives, even if the crew doesn't. Ripley and Parker are able to disable Ash's power and incinerate him. The remaining crew realizes that their only option is to escape in the small shuttle of the ship. However, Parker and Lambert are killed while gathering supplies. Ripley initiates the, sp- the ship's self-destruct and narrowly makes it onto the shuttle. The alien made it onto the shuttle as well, though, and Ripley and it have a final standoff where Ripley gets the upper hand and blasts the alien into space. Ripley then puts herself into stasis with the ship's cat for her final journey back to Earth. That's true. I think the main character of this movie is actually Jones the cat. Jones the cat. Jones the cat. I couldn't agree more. I mean, without giving away too much, he is in the sequels. <laughs> Jones, he is? Jones the Cat does not make a one-time appearance. <laughs> he comes back. Oh my gosh. Aren't the sequels like 10 years apart? Well, he's in stasis. He's, he's like frozen, basically. He's oh, in cryosleep. No. Oh, cryosleep. See, yeah. I'm familiar with that term from Avatar. Yeah. Okay. Again with the avatar um so yeah i think the sequel takes place like i want to say 57 years after this one and yeah they're both just vibing (laughs) okay well um two things one Mm -hmm. i'm offended that you were surprised that i was going to talk about avatar because hello sigourney weaver and space um and two while I was reading the summary, something clicked in my brain that Ash is the one that overrides the the protocol, the quarantine protocol, to let the alien into the ship. Oh, yes, because he's an android. He's not, yep. his whole point was to uh, get the life form and bring it back, so. Yeah, that did not register until, I literally almost had to stop myself while I was reading that and be like, Wait a minute, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, so he overrides it. He lets the alien in. He's the one that tells him not to kill it when it first bursts out of the chest. He's the one that convinces Dallas to let them, like, capture it and not kill it. Like, so, yeah, mm-hmm. Ash was a little shysty, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sus in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. At first, you're just kind of like, I hate this dude. 
And then you're like, oh, not a dude. <laughs> yeah. Still hate him, though. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to hate something that's just, like, programmed to be that way, though. Right? Like, it's like... Well... I hate, like, the company that programmed him to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. pretty fucked up. Was it our moon? I thought it was our moon. No, no. Oh, okay. I think a moon. so. Yeah, they mention Lambert mentions uh, like a some space thing. I don't know in like the movie. Yes, but that basically is a landmark. I think it's like like I want to say it was like thirty six light years away from Earth or something like that. So like they were not they were nowhere near Earth when this happened. Because they were coming back, and that's why the ship, like, woke them up early. Because they were like, where's Earth? Like, we're supposed to be home. And they were not. Yes. Yeah. And they were, like, ten months away or something. Yeah. They were still supposed to be asleep. But, obviously, the company had to wake them up so that they could get the aliens, so that they could, like, study it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Yikes. Yeah. One of the... Okay, so, like... Every time I watch a movie, I just read everything about it. And there's a lot about this movie. I mean, this is a this is a classic film. There's a ton of information if anybody ever wants to, like, go read about this movie. But I was reading about how, like, the writers... There were a few things that they struggled with because they wanted to make sure that, like, it was a consistent story and everything made sense about, like, why the characters were doing certain things. And so one of the things that they were, like kind of struggling with is like why doesn't this crew just like shoot the alien dead like and that's where they come up with the aliens bleeding acid because they didn't want it to corrode the ship which is fine and great but i when i read that i was like why the fuck would an astronaut even have a fucking gun like that doesn't make sense to me i looked it up apparently a lot of russian astronauts keep guns on them because Because when they're re-entering Earth, if they get, like, if they land somewhere too remote and it takes too long to get there, there could be, like, bears and shit because it's Russia. So, like, (laughs) it's more for their protection once they get back to Earth. But still, I was like, what if someone, like, loses their mind up there? I don't know, you know? Yikes. Although, I feel like that doesn't really happen. I feel like that's more of, like, a movie thing. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty strenuous psychological evaluation, I think, that goes into being any kind of astronaut or... Yeah, I feel like they have to do a lot of precautions to make sure that, like, the mental health is well when you're that isolated for that long. Seriously. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, this takes place in the future. So maybe by then, everyone will just have guns in space. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone will just be in space, honestly. Mm. Um, speaking of which, we're not that far from when the movie was set. Only like 11 more years, right? No. It's like, like 2034 years. Oh. 2034. Wait, what? That's what I thought. I think, I, uh, so I looked it up and it, they've said in canon that it takes place in uh, 2122. Oh, 100 years. That's what I looked up because apparently like there's not a date listed in this movie, but that in the next movie, Aliens, which takes place 57 years later, there is a date. And so if you remove okay. 57 years, apparently it's supposed to be 2122. Okay. Um, I think 
mother had a number after her like model or something. Oh, it was like 2034. So I think that's why I assumed that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly didn't pay that much attention. There could have been a date, and I'm just wrong. But I looked it up because I was curious, and that's yeah, what well. the inner. That's what I found on the line. So I went with that. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I was like honestly enthralled with this movie. I could not stop watching it. I knew that you would like this one. Yeah, of course you fucking did. Well, okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Um, but no, I literally could not stop watching it. Um, and I had to look up when Star Wars came out because it had a lot of Star Wars vibes. You've never seen Star Wars, have you? I have not. Well, I've seen one of the wars, but it was not. I've heard, I've been told it was like one of the worst ones. So I won't. I won't form an opinion on Star Wars based on Solo, which is the movie I saw. Yeah, you've never seen Star Wars. Okay, so now that we have that established, um, <laughs> it definitely felt like Star Wars vibes. Just like the, you can tell that the ships were like models on camera. You can you can tell that in the early Star Wars movies. And um, just like even like the way that like the camera moves down the corridors and, um, you know, even some of the way that like the alien is, the, the practical effects are crafted feel very like Star Wars-y. Um, I mean, fun. it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because Star Wars is almost the reason that this movie even got made <laughs> because studios were passing on it left and right. And then Star Wars came out and was a huge hit. And everyone was just like, Let's get some fucking space movies going. <laughs> Let's <Space> go. <laughs> yep. Aliens. That's part of the formula. Aliens. Aliens. Cold weather. All men. Animal dies. <laughs> I think that was the only other one Wait, that we had. Well, we had to include that one because I think Lion King was in in the top. And we were <laughs> like, yeah. that doesn't fit. So <laughs> there's that caveat of Animal Dies. Yes. Okay. Um that's like that's a sub requirement. A sub yeah, requirement. that's a it's the exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I can't wait to talk about Megan. Oh yeah. Um, we did recently watch Megan, so we're gonna do an episode on that in in, in a in a bit. It follows the formula of great movies. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I honestly, I was very impressed. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that, uh, I think that the writing, like they, they did a lot of work to make sure that, like, it made sense, and I can appreciate that, like, mm -hmm. figuring out, you know why they're not just going to kill it because the blood could do this. Or uh, another thing they struggled with was like how to even get the alien on the ship in the first place. And once the idea of the face hugger chest bursting <laughs> happened, something I kind of find funny is that the writers were very adamant that the first victim was a man. is one of the male oh, characters. And the reason for that was because the nature of the first attack kind of invokes the feeling of impregnation, especially non-consensual impregnation. And they didn't feel it was appropriate for a woman to be a victim of that. Oh. 
And they kind of wanted to like do a role reversal of typical horror at that time where women were seen as first targets, easy first targets. And they wanted men to be like really uncomfortable with this idea of this kind of like gender convention reversal. And I kind of like that. (laughs) Well, um, I can definitely appreciate that. But I mean, there was an alien R word scene like 20 minutes later. Excuse me? It was heavily implied that the alien impaled Lambert from... Yeah, that is a common theory that that's what happened to her. Technically, in like the director's cut or something, I believe that they did explain what was going to happen to her and she was just supposed to be like shoved in a locker and that's how she died. Um, So I don't think that was necessarily the intention, but boy, did it come off that way. It sure did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I do like on it. On that note. Oh, oh no. You no, you no. please. <laughs> on that note, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I would rather have all of my alien knowledge come from where it came from and then watch the movie or if I would rather have watched the movie and then found out about where all of my alien knowledge came from. That's so vague. I know what you're saying. I don't (laughs) think other people are going to know what you're saying. Okay, well... um, Well, hold on. Earmuff's moms who are listening real quick. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, mom, turn it off now. Um, Porn. (laughs) Um, yeah, my all all of my alien knowledge comes from pornography. I don't know if I'd call that knowledge. I think maybe. I knew that there was going to be face huggers. I knew that there was going to be tails going in places they shouldn't go into. Okay, so you're, you're like knowledge about this movie in particular. Yes, got it. The okay, movie Alien. You've yes. seen a lot of parodies <laughs> sure okay yeah yeah enough i wouldn't say it. well you don't have to give a number <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna quit while i'm ahead yeah i love how open you are about this though i think that that's Thanks. it's beautiful uh, <laughs> hey you know people need to feel validated by their tentacle obsession and by that's... obsessions i mean kinks true (laughs) we are definitely not king shaming anybody nope that's something that won't happen here (laughs) no we celebrate only yeah yeah anyway anyways um (laughs) what other fun facts do we have (laughs) oh um um who is the actor that plays um kane john hurt john hurt i fucking love john hurt yep he's in harry potter he's in indiana jones he's in tinker taylor soldier spy which is the worst movie of all time um i love him (laughs) 
Yeah, I think he he did great. He actually almost wasn't in it. They he was so he was the first choice, but yeah. then he had other uh, commitments to another movie that was filming in South Africa. But then mm-hmm. the guy that they cast instead. I want to say he was diagnosed with like diabetes, diabetes. and he, yeah, he had to step out. And so by the time that time, the South Africa project had fallen through, and Ridley Scott was like, "Let's go, John Hurt. You're being in my oh. movie." <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. I. I had. I love him. I really love him. And I had no idea that he is the subject of the like iconic chest burster scene. Yeah. Scene. Chest burster scene. You nailed it um yeah he actually recreates it again as like a parody in space balls <laughs> it's like the exact same scene and he just goes oh no not again <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen space balls in so long yeah you can uh, rewatch it now that you've seen what it's parroting <laughs> yeah uh, but another funny. casting thing was that uh meryl streep it was like between her and Sigourney Weaver for Ripley. And oh. yeah, Ripley just like really impressed people. And also at that time, Meryl Streep was still mourning the loss of her husband at the time. And so yeah. it was like just a really bad time for her and a really good time for Sigourney Weaver. So yeah. uh, she got cast. And then uh, Veronica Cartwright, who plays Lambert in the movie, mm-hmm. she auditioned for Ripley and thought that she got cast as Ripley. <laughs> like, oh, they no. were not clear about what, what part she won. And so when she oh, showed no. up for costume fittings, that's when she found out. <laughs> she was like, oh. I don't play this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's been in horror movies prior to that, right? She, she was in The Birds. Yeah, as a kid, she was in The Birds. Yeah, and I think a couple others. Um, but Sigourney had only been on Broadway, I think, prior to, yes. prior to Alien. Yeah. This Look at her now. Her, her breakout role. Mm-hmm. Horror, baby. It'll do that for Love you. That for her. <laughs> Honestly. But it's I funny, too. Her. Yeah. You love a good Nepo baby. Let me tell you what. you. And- I really do. Honestly. <laughs> If your parents are in movies, I love you. Katie's a fucking fan, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, no, this whole cast is kind of hot, honestly. Oh, yeah. Dallas? Tap. They nailed Kane? it. Tap. Ripley? Tap. <laughs> yeah. Ridley Scott actually took, like, a lot of time to do the casting because he said, like, the perfect cast can solve, like, 50 to 70% of uh, any issues that the movie's going to have. <laughs> yep, that's true. I mean, not that I know anything about directing a movie, but... No, you heard it, it here first. Right. It's true. We said it, so it's <laughs> true. <laughs> no, but I like the, the writers, actually, so that when they wrote all the characters, they intentionally, like, didn't specify anyone's gender. They only had them be called by their last names because they really wanted it to be, like, just cast anybody. Like, whoever is best just cast that person for the role but the only caveat was that they didn't want Ripley to be a woman because (laughs) they wanted to avoid the like final girl trope and I think that's funny because now Ripley's known as like one of the most iconic final girls of all time (laughs) Uh, well honestly like 
fucking kudos to her not only saving herself but saving the cat yeah love that i mean you'd have to though right like i'd probably go back for the cat oh yeah absolutely maybe <laughs> no i would <laughs> i'm going back for the cat. cats are squirrely though like they're kind of hard to find that cat seems like it had a good relationship with all of them so it's probably a little bit easier but like some cats well it's at the same time them. like they were trying to catch him for like half the movie yeah that's true but yeah they used a a german shepherd to like <laughs> so when brett dies because he's trying to find jones and then the cat like kind of backs away and starts hissing and is growling yeah yeah so it's because they had like um like a sheet put up and a dog was behind it and so they like had the cat come towards it and then removed the sheet so it would start like backing away and start hissing because it was like not expecting it to be oh sad you know. i guess there's there's worse ways to elicit hissing out of a cat so yeah, I think they were just making it defensive, not necessarily scared, but yeah. who's to say, you know? I don't know. Um, what'd you like about it? I, mean, I feel like that's what we've been talking about, but... Yeah, I liked a lot Why? about it. It's another, like, practical effects movie, which by now we know I love. <laughs> yes. They, oh, you're gonna love this. They used shredded condoms... To make the like tendons in the jaw of the alien. Oh. And then the slime. KY jelly. <laughs> hey, my sexy rating is calibrating. <laughs> Interesting. Also, <laughs> lots of stuff looked like cum. It did. I'll say Ash's blood was. <laughs> I don't think they had to go with that color no literally any other color almost any other color i feel like green is the standard like cyborg blood color yeah or just not why does a robot have liquid if it was gonna have any liquid it would either be oil which would be like black or it would be like coolant which you think would be like blue yeah so i yeah like i feel like that's what i approve of um as a special effects master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The alien was originally going to be green. Oh, I don't like that. I know. I'm really glad that they didn't do that because I feel like it would have made it look super cheesy. Yeah. But one of the writers like saw it in the like fleshy tone that it is in the movie. And they were like, mm-hmm. nah, that's got to stay. <laughs> that looks creepy. Yeah. Um, I, You know what? was even creepier though like the metal teeth yeah i'm a huge fan yeah no no thanks even when it was little like come on i'm sorry the (laughs) i know like the chestburster scene is iconic and it's fun and whatever and like apparently scared the shit out of people when it came out but i could not stop laughing when it just like wiggles away (laughs) yeah but it, it like like it's on like a motorized car or something it just like (laughs) (laughs) just skadoodles yep Yep. there's okay so there's like actually a long-standing myth that like none of the actors knew that the chestburster scene was gonna happen and so like all Mm -hmm. of that reaction is real 
That's not true. It was in the script. Oh. <laughs> like they knew that something was gonna pop out of his chest, but they didn't know like what it was gonna look like. And apparently they didn't know like how much blood was gonna be used for the spray. So like yeah. Veronica Cartwright's when she gets like hit with the that was kind of honest reaction because she did not want to get like sprayed in the face with blood. But <laughs> yeah. I mean that's understandable. Is it? I feel like if I was in a horror movie, I'd be like, as much blood as you can put on me, do it. That's fun. No? I suppose. Oh, okay. I was like, is this just a me? I think, I don't know. That's like the point of being in a horror movie. <laughs> well, okay. That's fair. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, moulage. What did you what just say called? to me? Moulage. Moulage. What's that? Yes. You know what moulage is? No. Oh, our practical effects queen over here doesn't even know what moulage is. It's the it's the makeup that makes you look hurt. Okay, first of all, I never claimed to be an <laughs> expert. <laughs> I just like practical effects. I think it's neat. I'm like Marge Simpson with the potato. I just think they're neat. <laughs> Um, that reminds me of the meme that you made. Um, oh, of you. I just think you're me. neat. <laughs> um, this is probably something I'm not allowed to say. So, um, okay. But I'm going to anyway. I love that. Yeah. Um, Disney, I worked for Disney for a while. Um, this is about moulage. It has nothing to do with horror movies. Um, but I guess moulage is part of horror movies. Um, Disney does every year or a couple times a year a active shooter drill where like 500 cast members go after park hours it's like midnight to 4 a.m and um half of them get scripts and moulage of their injuries and the scripts have their injuries on them and they go and like act out an active shooter drill and the other half of the 500 have no idea what's going to happen, no idea where the shooter's going to come from, and just have to, like, scurry like a guest would. And they bring in an arms, like, an arms person, like a person who is, like, an expert at arms um, to come and shoot up Disneyland. Got to do that twice. That feels like an unethical way to do that, if I'm being honest. I didn't say it was ethical, um, but it was a, probably one of the cooler things I've ever done. Oh my god, that's fucking! Tra- Did they pay for your therapy bills afterwards? I feel like <laughs> that would be traumatizing. I don't even think they paid us for that night. <laughs> Honestly, though, very traumatizing. I can't go in the room that I heard, like. He he found me the 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 one where I was found. One of them I was found. One of them. I the one where I was found, he found me behind a curtain in a character. This has nothing to do with aliens. He found me behind a curtain in one of the character meet and greet areas. Um, and he just pulls it back and he's like, you're dead. That's why I got on the floor. And then he just like right next to me shooting. No, see, I have a fight then flight reflex. I would have throw punched <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> right in the kisser. <laughs> I, I'm anyway. sorry that happened to you. <laughs> no, I told you I enjoyed it. I thought it was very cool. 
Not a lot of people know about those drills. I'm probably not allowed to tell you. Well, exclusive. You let me know if we need to cut that out after. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go pull up my NDA. Yeah. Hasn't that expired by now? Oh, yeah. No, we're fine. Yeah. Um... Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was there was moolah. You're talking about blood, and then you're talking about makeup, horror makeup. That's true. That's true. Moolah. It all it all comes together. It really does. Um, speaking of more practical effects, <laughs> uh, so Release Scott wanted to make it feel like really claustrophobic in the ship, and so <laughs> like every day he would like push the walls a little bit closer together on set. Oh my god. So like over the course of filming it really did get like smaller and smaller for the cast yeah. members. Ooh. Which I think isn't like the most traumatizing way to like get a real reaction out of your cast. That's more subtle than maybe some of the other methods we've heard of. Yeah. There's been worse. I'll allow it. Yeah, they've probably been fed. Yeah. We're allowed to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Although apparently the suits that like John Hurt and uh uh Kane Ripley and Lambert. Yes. Or, yes. Was it Kane? I don't remember. It was Kane Dallas and Lambert when they like went out on the expedition. Yes. Yeah. What they were all wearing, apparently it was like super hot and they kept like passing out. Like it became an issue where they had to like have a nurse on standby the whole time. And they were like, it's going to be fine. And John Hurt was like, I don't think it's going to be fine. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe not the most. You know what? I I rescind it. I rescind my um, allowing it. (laughs) It feels like maybe there was still some not great filming practices. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, still not the worst that we've we've explored so far, though. Yeah, no, no, not the worst. They didn't starve anybody. True. True. They tried to do like mainly close-ups of the alien because they were like, we don't want you to see a full body because it kind of takes away from it. Like they were like, we really just don't want this to look like a guy in a suit. Yeah. Which I think that was smart, but then at the end, when you see the full body shot, it's like unmistakably a guy in a suit. A guy in a suit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Very much so. So like they they were right to think that it was gonna look like a guy in a suit. <laughs> they nailed it until the like the very ending shot where he's like flapping outside of the spaceship. I'm kind of like a poor man. <laughs> it's just, yeah. He's out there. Um, explain something to me. I will. Maybe. Where does, where's, I thought I was going to see Predator. No. Okay. (laughs) Why did I think that? Well, there was a very famous crossover that's had quite a few movies in the crossover of Alien versus Predator. Okay. Predator has its own movie series and then they came together. Got it. It's like. Predator and Alien? I, yeah, I think so. But it's like it's like it's like Freddy versus Jason, two separate oh, franchises Freddy. coming together. Got it. Okay. Not okay. Some... in the same movie. Okay. For some reason, I thought that Predator was like a part of the Alien universe, and like Alien versus Predator was a sequel to Alien. 
So I was expecting more than one kind of monster. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Like, they are technically a part of the same universe. They do have that crossover. Um, But it's not until later. Both of the franchises, I think, were kind of established before that ever happened. a lot of these movies there is there it actually so it wasn't supposed to be such an open-ended ending well okay so originally the ending was it was just gonna end when ripley uh blew up the ship and it's gonna be implied that like the alien died there right okay and then Ridley scott was like no that's not good enough we need to have like a fourth act where it comes back and there's a final standoff and he's going to rip her head off and she's going to die. <laughs> so that was the next ending. And then they were like, let's maybe have a lighter note. For the so yeah, okay. they have Ripley defeat it and live on for the sequel. The Aliens. Yeah. With Jones the cat, obviously. Um, Alien. This is a fun bit. Alien and aliens are only 29 seconds different. Wow, that is fun. I think, honestly, Aliens is very good, too. Is it really? Yeah. I'll watch it. Like, honestly, I think most of the time they're they're rated almost, like, the same. Maybe Aliens is, like, a little bit lower. But it's a solid sequel. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Not I sounded so weird when I said that. It's a solid sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. Um, let's move on. (laughs) How scary did you think it was? Wait, we didn't talk about what we didn't like. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What didn't you like? Thank you. Um, I felt like, (laughs) I don't have a lot to say, but, um, I do have something to say. I felt like, um, you know, a lot of horror movies are very overacted. I kind of had the opposite reaction this one. I kind of felt like it was too, like, casual and maybe even a little, like, underacted. Like, especially towards the beginning when they're just kind of, you know, oh, we hear a signal, like, oh, let's ask Mother what it is. Like, it was just kind of, like, you know, kind of casual. Well, I mean, I feel like at the beginning, like, they didn't have any reason to, like, question it like they say even that that's their protocol like you have if you hear a distress signal you have to go check it out so I think it was just kind of like here we go like that's why she woke us up like she like I don't know mother whatever the ship woke us up that's why like you know we gotta go do it it's it's work yes yeah I don't know it just was like I don't I don't mean they needed to be like freaking out about anything I just mean like they weren't very animated. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just, it just didn't feel like, honestly, it didn't, maybe this is good. It didn't feel like acting. It felt like friends sitting on a spaceship shooting the shit is what it felt like. So maybe that's actually a good thing. It was just different than what we've seen before. Yeah. Previously. No, I would agree. It's not like typically the type of performance that you see in a horror movie. I didn't mind it though. Like I, yeah, I kind of felt like a lot of the times it's kind of, an exaggerated version of like how people would react in a situation. And I feel like I could almost see myself reacting more like they did. Cause like I'll explain away anything before I admit that like an alien's going to burst out of my chat. Like I'm, I'm vibing. 
yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did you not like anything? That was literally the only comic I had. Um, I mean, this is a solid fucking movie. Let's be honest. It's it's good. It's great. <laughs> but <laughs> I think, yeah, like it. It is a little bit dated. Like some of the special effects don't really translate as much anymore. So, you know, it's it's not super scary to me. Um, I think a lot of the things that had a huge effect on the audience when it was released, not so much on me anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so yeah, I think that's my only thing that is just not, it's not super scary. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, before we talk about that, yeah. Um, formally though, um, I will say that the cyborg with his head off, Ash, Ash's head on the table talking, mm-hmm. had like thing vibes. Very, you know, not great. <laughs> um, but I feel like I feel like the alien itself, the xenomorph, was like very ahead of its time. I was not disappointed by it at all. Just a dude in a suit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I feel like there were a lot of effects that were great, but yeah. then like some of it kind of was like you remember that it's a movie that was made in the '70s. Like I to this day, I'm like the chestburster scene is sick. Like that's still oh. cool as hell. The alien skedaddling yeah. away was a little bit much for me personally, but like <laughs> the actual scene of it explode. I mean, that's still that holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, but no, I, I, the one thing that like kept running through my head is like the textures that they were able to create. Yeah. Which were not all comfy. No. I didn't enjoy looking at all of the textures, but there were a lot of them. So yeah, because they used, I mean, CGI wasn't really like a thing as we know it today back then, um, for them to even utilize, but yeah, like when they do like the autopsy on the face hugger and stuff. That was, yeah. like, mussels. It was, like, seafood. And then, like, I think some, like, mm. like animal parts. So they used a lot of animal parts, which apparently made the set smell really bad. But <laughs> not, like, the cutest thing to work with, but it was effective. It looked sick. Like, Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They almost used milk for, like, Ash's blood, but they couldn't because it was just going to, like, spoil under the lights and stuff so they were like that's that's too gross we can't do so they use cum instead no hey (laughs) (laughs) well i mean what was the alternative wasn't much better than spoiled milk i mean whatever they used (laughs) i shouldn't claim it's not cum i don't know what they used so you weren't there i wasn't there i wasn't even alive (laughs) I mean, if the parodies are true to life, I mm, <laughs> I uh, don't anyway. think they are. <laughs> okay, um, now ask me how scary I thought it was. Okay, okay, ready? <clears throat> yeah. How scary did you think it was, Katie? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Well, yeah. one and a half, maybe, because there were some, okay. some jumpies. Okay. Yeah, I gave it a one. Okay, yeah. But yeah, they had like Check the... It jumped out at you a, a few times. Yeah. Um, I gave it a, a 0.5 because there were a couple times where I, like, turned down the volume. Because I knew something was going to go weird. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think uh, 
me, like every person who maybe didn't see it in theaters, knew that like the chestburster thing was a thing. So it it just didn't have the same effect on me as it probably did that to like to the audience, but at the time. But yeah, I mean, it's really hard to kind of not know about that before you watch it. It's iconic. Um, The other thing, and I think this is why I brought up um, all of my, where all of my knowledge from Alien came from, is because like, had I not had that knowledge and like known what everything was going to look like, and then it might have been a little bit more scary. But I mean, it's just something inherently horny about that now, so... For you, let's yes, yeah. <laughs> to, to clarify. <laughs> well, I feel like our answers on how sexy it is are going to be a little different. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. What'd you give it? You first. Uh, I gave it a one point five. Excuse <laughs> me. Sorry, it's not. It's not, it does not do what it does for you, for me. I think, like, the alien concept is, like, kind of sexy, and Ripley is sexy, but, like, overall, not so much. It was supposed to be a lot sexier. The whole cast is sexy. It is, but it's not enough for it to, like... The alien was supposed, like, originally, it was going to, like, spy on people having sex and, like, while Ripley got undressed and shit like that. It was supposed to be a lot more sexual than it ended up being. You would have loved it. (laughs) (laughs) I did love it. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I gave it a four and a half. Least surprising thing I've heard all day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I didn't give it a five because I felt like there wasn't enough tentacles there could have been more yeah that was really it i'm sorry for your loss it's okay i've got plenty of parodies (laughs) (laughs) the internet has solved that for me that's true if there's a problem that's i was gonna say porn will solve it but that's not true at all so not true even a little bit (laughs) um great how fucked up did you think it was um one and a half okay okay what's what's the half going towards the chest burster scene yeah fair yeah i don't like the cracking noises Mm. it's feels sounds would be really uncomfortable to have that happen to you yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know that that has ever happened in, like, at least as iconically in any other movie. Like, I don't think that people recreate that happening, things popping out of people's chests, because, like, well, you're just copying Alien. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of, I know, so, like, uh, well, obviously the sequels, but then, like, Ridley Scott also did Prometheus, which I think is, like, in the same universe. And yes. so it does happen in that movie, but I think because it's still technically related to the Alien series, it, like, yeah. doesn't count. But so it's a Ridley Scott thing. Yeah. For this movie series, I guess. 
I don't know of any other movies he's done within outside of this series, but director trademark. You know? Well, you gotta have one. Yeah. Um, Wait, what would your director trademark be? You can think about it. We can we can revisit yeah. this. Yeah, maybe we follow up on social media with that. Oh yeah. Or next week. Yeah, or both. Por qué no los dos, you know? Uh, <laughs> Do you know yours? No. I just thought about, like, asking you, and then I started thinking about what I would do for me, because I assumed you would ask me after I asked you. But then I got nervous. Most of the time I forget to ask you after you ask me. That's true, but I just say it. I'll just That's be like, true. so I do this. <laughs> yes, yeah. Because yep. I love talking. Um <laughs> Anyways, since you're not going to ask me, I would rate it a one out of <laughs> Okay. One and a half also? No, one. One out of five for oh, fucked up. One? I don't think the chest burst oh. is that. But, like, the bones thing doesn't get to me like it gets to you. So, I, yeah, I don't know. In, in, in terms of horror overall, I think it was pretty mild. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Very mild. Yeah. I don't even think I, oh yeah, I did. Sorry. I was going to say, I don't even think I looked up. I wasn't worried about it. I don't even think I looked up. Um, does the dog die? But the second there was a cat I was on the screen, I was like, mm, I'm just going to check to see if it's okay. You got to know if Jones lives. That's. Yeah. 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 Um, and he does. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Um. That's all the categories? Wow. No, it's not. No? Oh, overall. Overall. <laughs> overall. Um, overall. I went first last time, so it's your turn. Sure. I gave it a solid four out of five. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I think this is an excellent movie. It's super fun. It's a classic. It holds up. Um. Yeah. Big fan. Same. Same. Same rating? Um, uh, oh. No, actually. I gave it a four and a half. Fair. I was actually debating between those two. I went with a four. Yeah. Makes sense for me to rate it a little higher. I enjoyed it more. Yeah, this was definitely an, uh, <laughs> an awakening for you. Well, maybe not uh, an awakening. Just oh, um, yeah. a reiteration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, validation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah uh but no to your point um like mostly good practical effects like creative practical effects for the most part um i feel like it was ahead of its time yeah sigourney weaver can't go wrong sure sigourney weaver and aliens really can't Double trouble. Man, we are really cracking the formulas of these movies. Yeah. We gotta get a cold movie up in here soon. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be cold. What's, what's our next movie? Uh, The Others. Which, I'm gonna have you explain what you think it's about, but only after we ask the final question, which is, yes. would you survive? 
I mean, I feel like I would have made a lot of the same decisions that Sigourney Weaver's character made. Okay. Um, like, I definitely would have gone back for the cat. Um, I would have sang myself a little song when I was scared. You know, lots of, lots of similarities, I think. Um, so honestly, I think, I think I might've gotten out of there. All right. It's actually kind of funny you mentioned that because the producers were really mad that they like sang that song at the end because apparently the rights to the song were like super expensive. <laughs> oh no. Um, but it was Sigourney's idea to to sing that. That she would have like a little mantra to help her like get through it. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. Felt more human. Yeah. Well, great. I also said yes, I will survive. Uh I would have been in the shuttle and gone immediately. Like, oh, it doesn't fit four crew members. I don't need it to. I need it to fit <laughs> me. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Okay. I'm fucking out of there. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm not hunting down an alien that just burst out of someone's fucking chest. Are you fucking me right now? No. <laughs> I am gone. <laughs> yeah. Not to save your coworkers, you're not. Okay. <laughs> don't some of our coworkers <laughs> watch this. <laughs> If you're a coworker who's listening to this, of course I would stay. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I'm gone. Sorry. Yeah. I gotta go. I got a blast. You know, <laughs> I get out of there. That's one of my favorite things is just <laughs> how we both approach this question is very different. <laughs> you're like, like I put yeah, myself I'm in smart. the main character situation. Like I put myself in Lambert's position, but smarter. <laughs> Where they're like, oh, it doesn't fit four people. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll help you hunt it down. No. I turn around. I get in the shuttle. Goodbye. Yeah. I won't, like, activate the self-destruct. That'd be mean. But I'm leaving. And you can be on that shuttle with me or not. Yeah. I'm working on being kinder. I'll get there eventually. Um <laughs> Just kidding. That's not a situation in which you be kind. That's a situation in which you save your fucking ass. Yeah. Funny, though, because you literally just said that you're a fight over flight kind of girl. No. You're fleeing. No. I said I'm a fight then flight girl. But you said you wouldn't even fight the alien. You're not fighting the alien. You're just leaving. Well, it's not in front of me at that time. Like, at the time that they were like, let's go. The alien wasn't right there. As soon as it bursts out of its chest, like, you think I'm not throwing hands immediately? Because I am. I'll start saucing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Ash. I'm killing it. Yeah, I'm just, again, I'm not listening to Ash. Yeah, no. Ever. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um. Okay, great. So next week... <laughs> We're going to be talking about The Others, which is actually, it was okay. a suggestion to us to cut, to, to, to cut. <laughs> okay, roll it back. Take two. Uh, <laughs> it was suggested to us to cover that movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to do it. Katie, how much do you know about this movie? I think I've seen the cover. Great. That's a the great DVD. start. All right, I need you to tell me exactly what The Others is about. If you could, like, make up character names, because I really enjoyed you 
fully believing that Brad and Chad was in Scream. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. The Others <clears throat> is about a husband and wife that live in a cabin by a hill and um their names are probably like Cheryl and David I assume correct um thank you <laughs> um so they live in a house kind of by a hill and they start finding things on their property and they live really far away from a lot of people yeah um so they start finding things on their property and they come to find out that it is these like um like uh, uh I'm trying to think of a word that's not that's PC. Oh. Um okay, kind of like 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 uh barbarian. Okay. Those that that kind of people Okay, like kind of um, like like um, like cave creatures ish, like like humans okay. that have like uh, adapted to cave life. Adapted. Is that what you're thinking of? To like outdoor life. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so like feral. Yes. Got it. They're the others, and they kill. Cheryl and David? Okay. No survivors. The others win. That's how it ends. No survivors. Yes. Okay. No, no, there's a kid. There's a kid. There's a kid, right? There's a kid. You tell me. Is there a kid? Yes. There's a kid in the movie and the kid is taken by the others. Oh, okay. It's a bleak one then, huh? Bleak ending? Yeah. I mean, the kid survives. Oh, okay. But it's just taken. New parents. Yes. Okay. Wow. No notes. What? No notes at all. That's perfect. Yeah. That's what Thank it's you. about. Um. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we had this conversation. Great. Uh, not even close, but. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Everybody can join us next week. And you can find out what The Others is actually about if you haven't already seen it. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited for you. <laughs> for it to not be anything about that? Yeah, for you to find out, you know, who or what the others actually is. <laughs> <laughs> or what? What do you mean? I don't know, you know. Okay. Does it have to be a who? <laughs> I'm asking. I'm not saying. I'm just, you know. I'm keeping it vague so that I don't give hints away, you know. I mean, yeah, it does. You're adamant it has to be a who. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Until next week. Until next week. All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you next week when we talk about the 2001 horror thriller film, The Others. See you then!